Uh, and that's the USA, right? Got it? Look like the USA? Not really. That's about as close as I could get. So, tell me what's the topography of the USA? What's here? It's flat. Next to the ocean is flat. There's a few mountains in there. And then there's the Great Plains. Then we got flat ground all the way out. Has anybody here seen the Rocky Mountains? Nobody seen the Rockies? Nobody's seen the Rockies. You've seen the Rocky Mountains. Yeah. Rocky Mountains, and what's, what's unusual about them is you're on the plains and you're coming across Nebraska and so forth into Wyoming. And then uh, it's just flat ground for miles and miles and miles and miles. And then all of a sudden, there they are. It's not like, well, little rolling hills and a little bigger and bigger, and suddenly you got the Rocky Mountains. They're right there. They just start nowhere. And these, this mountain range is huge, comes down through here right off the flat ground in what we call the Rocky Mountains. That's the topography of the United States. Now, here's a question for you. How many of you have ever been in a coal mine? Nobody. You been in a coal mine? Nobody's been in a coal mine? <laughs> well, let me explain to you what a coal mine is. It's a hole in the ground, okay? They're digging for coal. And if you go to Pennsylvania, like right about in here, and you uh, go down into a coal mine, you can go and visit coal mines. Uh, you're walking along and there's rock on the side of the wall, and there's a strip that's maybe that thick of coal. It's only what, four or five inches, and it'll go away on and on and on and on into the cave. This is one strip of coal. Maybe some places there's another strip here or there, but basically one long strip. And it's not this wide, it's this wide. And it goes on and on and on and on into the cave. Now, do you know what coal is? What did it used to be? Trees. Trees and plants and things. And they fell down on the ground somehow and got squished. And they made coal, carbon-based, the black stuff that you know is squished. Uh, up plants and trees mostly I guess <clears throat> and there's a strip of it down there and they go down there and they blast that out and they get coal all right now imagine the fountains of the deep open and suddenly the water is rising how fast is it rising it's coming up fast, all right? It just keeps coming up and up and up and up and up and up. And up. It rains and rains and the water is blasted out of the bottom of the ocean, up into the atmosphere, and the temperatures are diving, and the water's rising up and rising up. So when the water rises up here, what's it gonna do? 
going to go right in, right? This is flat ground here. I mean, today, if you go out to Florida or any place along the way, it's all flat ground, right? Doesn't have to go up very high, and it's way inland. So the water is rising in the oceans. It's going to go 22 feet over top of the mountains. So it's going to come across here like gangbusters. It's going to be a tidal wave. The water is going to come rushing across the United States. A few little mountains, no big deal. Go right over them, right? Because there's short mountains there in uh, West Virginia and so forth. And there's a little bit of coal there. And then the water hits the Great Plains. And what's it got to stop it? Nothing. Go full bore across the United States. Once it goes over the first few mountains, and there's a tidal wave, and it's rushing, pushing its way across the United States during Noah's flood. So how do we know that that happened? Well, if you go right here, right there, there's a strip, right down along there, there's a strip of coal, and the miners found it a long time ago and started mining coal there. Anybody got an idea how, how thick it was? Most of the coal is that thick. Along the edge of the Rocky Mountains, take a guess how thick you think it was. Place that? 10 times that? That would be 40 inches. Nah, more than that. The strip of coal that was found along the edge of the Rocky Mountains is six feet deep. Six feet deep. So explain to me what happened. The waves washed all the trees over to the mountain. All right. So this tidal wave comes across the United States knocking trees over like they're no big deal and the trees go popping up and they're around the edge of the flood and they get to the Rocky Mountains and so in Noah's flood there's a huge pile up of debris there laying all up against the mountains after the water subsides which is considerable time he's in the ark for over a year okay so it's quite a long time. After the mountains side, all that stuff is jammed in there by the flood. Turns into a six foot deep layer of clay. The only explanation for it is the flood. No, it's flood. Right? No, let's do another thing. It's kind of cool. Somewhere right about here. These mountains are tall. Now, these mountains are not like you're used to seeing. They're, they're really, really big, huge, big, tall, high mountains. And down in the bottom and surrounded by these mountains, there's a lake. It's kind of normal, right? In a valley, water gathers down there, and there's a lake down in the valley. Now it's starting to rain. So the water 
gets higher, right? The light gets higher, higher, and higher. Now, holding it in are these mountains, the Rocky Mountains. They're not little tiny things. They're huge, monstrous things. And so the lake can rise, come up and up and up, fill the valley, right? Keep going up. Going to go over the top of the mountain. So this lake gets bigger and bigger, 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 higher, 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 and higher. And it's right here in the middle of the Rockies. So, what's it like? The higher the water gets, what's, what's happening? The pressure pushing more water, more pressure. Higher the water gets, more the pressure is pushing. Water's just doing what it does. It fills up the space, creates pressure around it. Now, Let's come up to, oh, I don't know, 80 years ago or so, in this rocky mountain here. There's a river, Colorado River, falls down to the mountain. So they decide we need some water for local places, so we're going to put a dam in there. So they build a dam on the Colorado River. What do they make it out of? Cement. Cement, yeah. They pile up cement and higher and higher and higher until there's a huge lake because the dam is holding the water back. Now there's a huge lake in there, a big dam, holding it in. Just like that, right? Same idea, right? The water's building up, building up. Now this time it's artificial, the dam. Back there, it was just the Rocky Mountains all piled up. So they build this dam, and then somebody calls in one day, says there's water seeping through. There's a little crack in the dam. There's this little tiny stream of water coming down on the other side. So they they say, well, you look at it, and they look at it. It's a little crack, and you know, we got time. We'll, we'll fix it somehow. They have to drain the lake down, and then we'll get it fixed. But right now, there's hardly any water coming through, so we're okay. So about three days later, a hole in it, there's a big hole burst right through the dam right there. And in 15 minutes, the dam is gone. It's like that. So afterwards, they go on and we try to figure out what happened. Just a tiny little crack, just a little water. And they come up with what they call cavitation. You ever heard of that? You know what a cavity is? It's a hole, right? So there's a hole in that dam, a little tiny little crack. And they think what happened is this. 
some little pebbles, little tiny pebbles got in that crack. And now the water's going and those pebbles are going in circles. And they start to hit the sides of the cement and make it a cavity, a hole. It's called cavitation. So the hole gets a little bigger because them little rocks and a bigger rock goes in there. Now that rock is spinning. Spinning and spinning and spinning makes a little bigger hole. And then a bigger rock, bigger, 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 bigger rock, until finally blew the whole thing right apart. Busting it all to pieces. And it's called cavitation. That is the water's pressure is pushing on it, sending a little pebble in there, and that goes and makes it bigger and bigger stones, bigger stones. Finally blew the thing off. It was only a few days, and the whole dam was destroyed, caused by cavitation. Now, let's go back to this. During a flood, it's raining, and the water's rushing down the mountain to what was a regular lake. Now it's growing and growing and growing and growing, growing and growing. The water just keeps going up and up and up and up. And you say, well, pretty soon it's got to go over the mountains. Well, first thing, there's a little hole breaks loose, and then we get what? And that hole begins to spin, and the water keeps coming. Spins and spins and spins and spins. Pretty soon the whole thing bursts open. And you now have the Grand Canyon. Where'd that come from? Well, you go in your science book and it'll tell you. Well, it took a hundred million years and this river this wide ran through there and just ate a little bit over a hundred million years and ate it away. And it took a hundred million years to make the Grand Canyon. I don't think so. I think it took a couple days. Why? cavitation and the mountains trapping the water creating this huge amount of pressure there's a hole burst through it and here it comes how much water more water than you ever saw before it's higher than the mountain and it just comes cuts down through the ground like nothing creates from the lake a grand canyon how deep is it now what is it couple hundred yards down at least. Uh, there's a big, big hole in the ground where the water just shoom, rushed down through. Caused by flood. Cavitation in the flood. No, it's flood. So, you go down the bottom now of the Grand Canyon. And you can see layers of different things. And so there's a layer of rock, goes like this, and it goes like that, and then it goes like that. There's another layer above it. It's got this dip in it. And so they'll tell you, well that was uh, made over millions of years as the water went by. Where'd that dip come from? 
the rocks bend? Rocks don't bend. Rocks can't bend. Why is there a big bend in it? You go all along the bottom of the Grand Canyon, see things like that. Because when it got laid down there, it was soft. It was soft. Because it happened how soon? <laughs> Last week. With nothing, now here it comes, rushing out of the mountains, cuts down, cuts the Grand Canyon out, and uh, layers of mud and dirt and slop are down there, and uh, they're laid down, and they can bend because they're soft. If it was rock, and then they, over the years, harden up. And now we got these crooked lines in the bottom of the Grand Canyon. All right. Done by Noah's flood. All right. So we've got a lot of evidence. Uh, coal deposits, six foot deep along that mountain range. The Grand Canyon, a huge, huge drainage pot for which was once a giant lake in the middle of the Rockies made by excessive amounts of water from Noah's flood. Cavitation begins, cuts a hole, and it opens that whole lake up and it just goes whoosh, rushes down to creates the Grand Canyon. On the bottom of it, layers are laid in as the water is going what? Creating this movement and the layers are curved. And that's not how the earth was made, okay? <laughs> it's not a gradual thing. It happens all at once. So we got little things about it that <clears throat> show us that these fountains of the deep that open huge volumes of water in, and we have evidence in the United States of something that happened. Now, I'll give you one more. So when the fountains of the deep open, what's the immediate thing that happened? We learned it during the dinosaurs. What happened? Temperature dropped. Immediately, the temperature just goes whoosh. How do we know that? Because we found a woolly mammoth frozen in a block of ice, right? What's is in his mouth? Green food still in his mouth. Because he didn't have time to chew his food and go home. <laughs> he got buried alive in this water and the water was turned cold quickly. So is there any evidence any closer than the Rocky Mountains that that happened? How about right here where you're sitting? Not in the house, but on this hill. So if water came all the way across western New York. This place was once underwater, right? Because we're a lot lower than the mountains, okay? So this place was underwater once. And that water froze, right? And the temperature dropping drastically. And the water has covered this whole area and it freezes. Then the flood is over and things begin to recede. And the ice is like 
a glacier all over this area. Okay. And so this was once underwater, therefore filled with ice, the temperature drops, and it begins to thaw and things begin to move. The ice begins to move and recede and it's coming by East Shelby Road. Before there was an East Shelby, right? <laughs> right after the flood. So, when I get here, I learn a few things. One of the things is you look out across that field there, it's very flat, right? Or as you can see, it's flat. And you go out there, because we own the bottom of the hill, you go out there, and there's about this much topsoil. And then under it is clay. Right? And that's common that there be clay under the ground, lower levels, but down there is only about this much topsoil. So, everybody knows that, the farmer knows that. Everybody knows that there's not much topsoil that way. So, it comes time for us to put in a septic system. So, the health department comes and says, we're going to put it out behind the church. And the health department says, we've got to know how much topsoil there is. So, I've got an old friend of mine, he's got a backhoe. He's going to dig. So, he digs down a foot, and there's a foot of topsoil. That's pretty good. That's a lot of topsoil. Health department says, no, you've got to go deeper. Okay. So, he digs down another foot, now he's two foot down, and nothing but topsoil. Health department said, no, not good enough, got to know what's underneath. So he digs three feet down into the ground, and on top of that hill is all topsoil. Three feet of it. So where did the three feet of topsoil, and there could be even more, because when the health department told him to dig deeper, he said, there's three feet of topsoil, I'm not digging anymore, whether you like it or not. <laughs> and so, he said, you got three feet of topsoil, unheard of. So, where do you think it came from? Came from over there? Yeah, there's a good chance it came from over there. So, how did it end up here? The water and the ice was pushing it, but something else happened. Something else happened. So when I got here, these old guys who built this road, and they said, when we got up to where the church is, we were going to dig it down six more feet, take the hill right away. And we couldn't. We hit this rock. So we figured we'd just dig it out. Couldn't dig it out. He said, there's a rock that begins right out here and goes to the other side of the church, and it's massive. We couldn't even begin to touch it. So we let the road where it was, and the road goes up over the hill now. Because right under there is a huge, huge, massive rock. And I said to the old guy, yeah, okay. So I was going to run power across the road over to the village. 
this guy came, he had a machine, he's going to bore under the road. So he gets going, he says, it's hitting something. It don't move. Hmm. Well, just go down a foot. He goes down a foot. Nah, nah. So he ended up coming over like 15 feet. And then he could get by that big rock. There's a huge rock there. So what happened? The rock, sitting there, says, I'm not moving. <laughs> so as everything's going by, it dumps the dirt by the rock. And so there's no topsoil out there. Three feet or even more of it right here. This hill was created by that stone and the ice moving from the flood, moving the dirt and digging it up and pushing it and dropping it when it got to that big old rock. So we're sitting on a hill that was created by the flood. So it's not so far away. It's right here, right where we are. And there's a special thing that happened here. And so when the church says we're founded on a rock, we're on a couple of rocks. <laughs> we're on Jesus called the Rock of Ages, and we're on that rock there that's been there since the flood. And has created this hill. And this is the highest point in Orleans County, top of this hill. It's the highest point in Orleans County. There's no place from here all the way to the lake that's higher than right here. Made by the flood. Okay? So the flood is pretty fascinating. There's a lot of things that happen that are able to be explained, not by tens of millions and billions of years, but by one massive, huge, destructive flood that went 22 feet over the tops of the mountains. That's a lot of water. Made huge changes in the earth, like the Grand Canyon. Okay? That's it. Got it? <laughs>